let me tell you something, okay? I'm not gonna podcast with Discord anymore because fuck me, my audio, I, I can't. I can't do it. I cannot do it. So I'm gonna go ahead and warn you right now if you uh, choose to listen to this, which you should because Daisy is absolutely lovely. Um, forgive me and my audio, okay? I didn't realize that it was gonna be like this um and i'm fucking trying my best but god damn it i'm mercury i'm getting a little sick of you i'm gonna need you to get your shit together because there's only so much of this i can take before i lose my mind um so anyway i love the episodes when i have to like explain myself before you hear the actual show because there's something so wrong with it that i know if i don't address it somebody's gonna comment on it um listen I'm sorry, all right, but believe it or not, this is the best I could possibly do. Well, yeah, no, this is the best I could, I'm not saying this is the best anybody could possibly do, but this is the best I could possibly do. So please, God, just don't, don't, okay, just don't. I I don't have it in me, all right? Anyway, Daisy, thank you so much for being on. I would absolutely love to have you on again. You are so lovely. Uh, and next time, we are not going to use Discord because this shit, this shit right here, this is no. Okay, this is no. Anyway, let's, uh, let's go ahead and get on with it, shall we? Oh, it's official. Hello. Happy fifth day of Halloween. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Unsubscribe. I'm really fucking stoked about this one, and I know I've been saying that a lot, but like, I've just been really lucky lately, and I've got to have some really awesome people on my podcast, and today is no different from TikTok. Is it dailycrazy underscore daisy? Yes. Okay, awesome. I really didn't want to mess that up. So hi, how are you? Hi, I'm good. Tired. It was a busy day. (laughs) So I went to Costco. Then I went to the 99 cent store and took care of some stuff with some family and recovered. <laughs> okay, I see you. Yeah, trying to make moves. Not really. <laughs> make money moves. Yo, I said I was going to clean my house today, but instead I drank apple cider and made a Halloween playlist. So. Productive. One of productive. <laughs> right. <laughs> see, cleaning was yesterday. I sat in the kitchen and I was like all right I'm gonna wash these dishes it's gonna go down midway through I was just like I'm done washing these dishes screw it (laughs) dude I feel that I did my dishes today and I was so proud of myself that I actually finished that task uh and then I looked at my windows and thought about my bathtub and like everything else that still needed to be clean uh so then I laid on the floor see I I lived out in San Francisco in 2019 for like nine months at an independent living program. So every Monday in the morning, they would come and check our apartments to make sure they were clean. So I would never sleep Sunday night because I'd be like, I got to wash the dishes. I got to clean the stove. I got to clean the fridge. I got to go clean the bathroom. I was all about cleaning. I just got in the mood at like three in the morning. I was like, it's got to get done. (laughs) I love that. When I first moved in here, my apartment was always clean because I was pretty okay about keeping it clean. And then I started going out every weekend. And then, like, I work second shift. So when I would come home, I didn't really have time to clean because I was going the fuck to bed. Um, so I was looking around today and I was like, oh, it's been a while since I've cleaned. 
I need to do that, like, now, because it is horrifying in here. Hey, as long as you do something, it's a win. Right on. Small victories are still victories. Exactly. (laughs) So, I've seen your TikToks and I love your videos, but I do want to get to know a little more about you. A three-minute or a minute video does not say a lot, truthfully. (laughs) Oh, let's see. God, I'm not sure. Um, well, I live alone. Uh, I have, I have a full-time job, which I'm very lucky. I'm very excited about that. Um, I don't really do much. I'm literally so excited today because I'm going to make some soup in a crock pot. And that's what my life has become. I am, like, ecstatic about the fact I get to just make a soup. So, Doesn't that take forever, though? Yeah, but that's kind of... Because I'm not a huge, like, stay in the kitchen and cook all day kind of person. So I can uh-huh. just throw all the ingredients in the crock pot, maybe leave it there overnight, and then, like, tomorrow put it in, like, little containers so I can get to lunch or something, like, for work throughout the week, you know? It's just... And that way... I'm cooking food, but I can also do other things around the house because multitasking. You know what I'm saying? True. But see, I could never. I am so impatient when it comes to food. Like, if I'm at a restaurant, I could definitely wait for my food. But if I'm like, I'm going to make soup today. I expect to to have soup today. I'm not going to wait till the next day. (laughs) You know what? I completely get that. I don't think I would ever cook something in a crock pot if I expected to eat it that day. Like, usually I'll be like, I'll make soup today for tomorrow so I can wake up and have soup. Not soup in the morning. Well, what's wrong with morning soup? Anyway, but I'll, like, eat something different for that day while the food is in the crock pot so I can kind of forget about the crock pot because ADHD. Because I also am not very patient when it comes to food. So usually I'll just, like, take something from freezer to air fryer that day because it's instant gratification. And then, like, my soup will be in the... It's it's a weird thing. I know I have to trick my brain into not being extra. See, but at least that works for you. Because I would just go in the kitchen every 30 minutes like, is it done yet? Is it done yet? <laughs> so bad. Because that's releasing, like, a lot of air into your food. I mean, I guess, like, better a crock pot and a rice cooker, right? Because if you did that with a rice cooker, then that, you know? <laughs> oh my god, retrograde. You're going to burn yourself with steam. That's what you're going to do, and you're going to regret it. <laughs> Instant regret. And then your rice is going to be, like, burnt and undercooked simultaneously because that's how... I can't cook rice. I have to have a rice cooker, otherwise I won't cook it right. Not a single time. You know what? I get that because I did try to cook it on the stovetop one time. And the whole entire time I was just like, it looks cooked. But I can't see if there's any water left. So I don't know if it's cooked. And I was like, I can't touch it because I'm not on that Hispanic level. So... (laughs) (laughs) Right on! Oh my god, right. <laughs> I, I have to wait until like I'm 50 where I can finally like just pick up some tortillas on the pan and just flip it with no problem. Mm-hmm. And just burn your fingertips. And throw shoes at the kids. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Threaten them being like, if somebody takes you, that's on you. <laughs> you better find your way back home. Like, <laughs> Hope you know the address. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad my mom never pulled that with me. Really? Mm-mm. I don't think she ever pulled that with me either, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah, I was a very calm child. I never messed around because I'm scared of my mom. And, like, not in a bad way. She's never hit me hard, at least, or, like, a lot. Right. <laughs> it's only when I really did mess up. 
But no, I never messed around. Like in the stores, I was calm, helped out, pushed the cart, never pulled. You know, I, I gotta say, that's the same for my mom. I mean, my mom isn't Hispanic. She's biracial. But um, when we were in the store, if we even started act up, she'd do that little snap and look thing. And we like, that was it. Like, that's all we needed. So I never really did any crazy shit. I was probably the, I was the best child. I don't care. I'll say it. I wasn't rebellious. I didn't really do shit wrong. Like, I was the best. She was lucky to have me. I'm not fixing it. I'm sorry. I can't. Oh, yeah. My mom got lucky with me, too. <laughs> I will admit it. I am slightly the, the favorite. I mean, now as adults, I always say that my middle brother is the favorite because it's true. But when it comes to, like, chillness, it was definitely me because I never scared my family into thinking that either I got kidnapped or that I was lost or anything like that because that happened to my brother he was really really tiny <laughs> and so they told him to like go and sleep and chill because they were like roughhousing a lot and so my brother went to go sleep under a bunch of pillows and being small and nobody saw him and after a couple hours I guess they were freaking out they're like where is he where is he and they were, like, about to call the cops. They like, tried to look for him, put out an Amber Alert. Oh my God. And then either my dad or my mom sat on him <laughs> on the couch. <laughs> and he instantly woke up, obviously. And he goes, what's going on? And they started yelling at him, like, where have you been? Like, you made us go look for you. He goes, I've been sleeping. My God, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he was terrible. Oh my god, I couldn't imagine. I love the idea that she sat on her child and then said, where have you been? <laughs> right? Like, he hasn't been right there. And that's not even, like, the worst story. Oh my god, there are multiple? Yeah, there's one with my grandmother, I guess. They went shopping for clothes at a store. And he hid, like most kids do, between the clothes. And she looked over at one point. She goes, Anthony, where, where did you go? Where are you? She starts freaking out. She's looking everywhere. She has people in the store looking with her. Employees got involved. Security. They were, I think they did call the cops. <laughs> and um, she went back to the same spot. And she was just full-blown tears. And he just pops out of nowhere and just goes, boo. Oh, no. Oh, man, she tripped out. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. Oh, God, it's so weird being the age I'm right now because I see both sides because I'm like, man, hiding in the clothes, that was fun. It was like a wonderland there. And then just like being older, like thinking about what a nightmare because that's every parent, grandparent, that's every person's worst nightmare. So that's like, that's wild. Oh, yeah. And being, you know, blind and all of that, a lot of doctor's appointments. So my brothers were dragged along. And him being the curious one, he would just disappear in the hospital, just going up and down the elevator, going to all the different floors. Like, what's there? What's there? God's wild. <laughs> so she got lucky in, in my department. I never cried. I never wandered off. I was always like, where'd you go? Why'd you disappear on me? Oh, man. I mean, adventures though like you know he's got stories for days especially if he like would do that everywhere he went like you know he's got stories he's seen some things probably probably <laughs> so what made you get on tiktok what made you start that so i was actually on musically before oh, i was God, on tiktok musically. so i did the whole lip syncing yeah what a time i really do 
like musically i wish some of the features from back then were on here because like, accessibility wise it sucked sort of with at least screen readers but visually it was a lot better than tiktok <laughs> but um i got into it just because i was bored one day and it was like the thing that was trending so i was like let me check it out i did i started making videos and then I met my best friend on there, and I was just like, I'm going to stick to this. I really like doing social media. So I started to do it more and more. I stopped for a period of time because I did have a toxic girlfriend at one point who didn't like that I was growing faster mm -hmm. than she was on Musical.ly. So I stopped before it ever transitioned to TikTok. And then when we broke up, I was just like, I'm going to go do what I like to do, and I'm going to go yes. make some videos. And so I got back on it, and instantly started seeing like other blind tiktokers and they were talking about their story and i was like i've never thought about talking about my story like i made a sarcastic video long time ago where i was just like yeah guys i'm blind too you didn't know that i was like look my eye looks weird and i have to wear prosthesis over it but i can still walk i can still talk i have better things to do than you guys like my technology reads to me <laughs> what do you got <laughs> so yeah it was really sarcastic and it blew up a little bit and they were like yes daisy yes um and i was just like i'm gonna keep going with this and after a while i was just like i will make blind content you know what it's time i love that i love the sarcastic aspect like, my favorite blind tiktokers are the ones that just don't take no shit you know because we are slowly getting rid of that common misconception that you're all just very docile and like just put up with so much stupid which is why i love your tiktoks jay's tiktoks sadie's tiktoks but i have so many questions that raises so many more questions i'm excited the first one your toxic s what was her sign uh, aries aries <laughs> she a march aries no april really yeah we were born a week and a day apart uh well a, a year a week and a day apart <laughs> huh okay well, all right. I'd love yeah. to look at that chart. But anyway, not going to get super into that. So I, I never, I never really knew what Musical.ly was. Like I knew it was a thing, but I didn't have it. So what are the differences between Musical.ly and TikTok? Like, did it, was it completely, I mean, I know it was like more lip sync and stuff, but like the interface, a whole app and everything, like, is everything different now than it was? Yeah. There was just different names for different things. Like the For You page was called, I think, the Popular page or something like that. So I think it was like, hashtag was like hashtag PP. Oh, no. Or there was um, Follow for Follow, uh, Like for Like. There was a lot of different like hashtags that would be nice to bring back. But the songs were a lot more interesting because you can make a lot more transition videos with them. Now people are, are super creative where they're doing dances and all of that but it really was more about the lip syncing and not necessarily talking and then the button to go live or make videos was like a nice bright yellow so you couldn't miss it you couldn't just like accidentally click it because it was just right there on your screen okay and then live streams mm, comments were a lot bigger i will admit like to me they seemed a lot bolder and bigger for some reason than they are now Hmm. Because back then, I never had an issue reading people's usernames. Damn, why did they change that? Why would they change that? That sucks. Yep, it really does. Damn, I'm like, 
I have a thousand followers, so I can't go live. But a lot of my friends are like, going live, you know, they all have the same question of like, how can I look at the comments or whatever without my forehead all up the phone? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. And I love that they ask me because I'm like, baby, I don't know. Like, I can give you a list of people that you could ask because I'm not one of them. I've never gone live. <laughs> See, I'm not a good person to ask because I've adapted a lot with my vision. If I can't see something... I'll find a way to see it for sure because I'm very stubborn and I will use my vision as much as possible. (laughs) So that's why like I'm not on this trend of like oh accessibility for the app like I'm all for it. Y'all need the accessibility but for me wise I'm just like I'm so used to adapting that I don't know what I could ask for. Right (laughs) yeah and people tell they criticize me all the time like Kai eye strain is a real thing you can't keep doing shit. I'm like I know but I'm also stubborn like you don't understand I have to like I don't know. It's it's really weird. Exactly. Like, while you have it, you want to use it as much as possible. Because then you don't want to go, when you when, if you do, because I don't know your vision. Um, if you do go blind, you're like, I don't want to have regrets on, like, I should have done this different. Or I could have done that with my vision to see it one last time. Right. You know and that's I mean? a hard balance, too. Because I, I, I love that argument. And then I've also heard, like, you need to protect what vision you have because you don't know if it's going to go, when it's going to go, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know fuck all about my condition, honestly, and I'm not going to look it up because I don't want to. I'm not there yet mentally, but that's my own issue. So I'm like, I, I should protect what I do have, and I do try to do that as well. But also, I'm stubborn and I'm going to use it even if I don't necessarily have to. With that being said, I'm still lazy, though, so if you send me, like a seven paragraph text message. I'm gonna have Siri read it to me while I stir my ramen noodles. Like, I just like that's balance. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, you do know your limits. I mean, after a while, you're gonna probably try to push past them because I don't know if you're in college. I know you're working, but I don't know if you're in college as well. But for me, it's just like, nope, gotta get through this paper. I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna like scream at the wall that I have to do this and my eyes hurt. But I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Cause I don't want to mm-hmm. do it tomorrow. I was in college for a year, and I remember all those nights. Every single one of those nights. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was done. <laughs> oh God, college. I miss it, but I don't. <laughs> I don't know why you would miss it. <laughs> I don't. I don't miss the writing essays at eleven at night because I forgot them earlier. Definitely don't miss that. But I don't know. I, I miss being on campus and being able to. Cause I work in a warehouse. So you can't really dress cute when you're in a warehouse. And I'm, I don't know, that, that's like a really stupid criticism. But like, back in college, I used to just wear like little dresses or like sometimes I'd wear like cargo pants or sometimes I'd wear like leather pants. Like I would just switch it up. And I can't do that in a warehouse because it's hot every day. So I just wear basketball shorts and a t-shirt every single day. And I kind of miss that variety of like, oh, I wonder what my stack is going to be today. Like that's such a dumb thing to miss, but it was fun. You know what? I get it. I get it. You just want to go walk around feel yourself being like yep i'm here i'm just nice yeah just talk no but i hate my college campus <laughs> oh really oh no yeah i mean like a lot of them are great people for sure but campus wise it sucks it's it's not accessible whatsoever and it's it's a pretty big campus i suppose compared to our sister schools but it's just not accessible, and then I'm always terrified of hitting somebody's car because they're allowed to park their cars in the like on the side of the walkway. 
I don't know what to call it. I think they call it like the the mall or something like that. But it's just this like huge path that goes all the way to the to the drop off zone or back to the library. But their cars are like parked in the side, and I have to use the side to like track to know I'm not like veering or anything like that. And I'm like, I'm gonna either bump into somebody's car, I'm gonna hit their car, or I'm gonna get run over by a car as they're coming towards me, like driving before they even park. <laughs> oh my god. Yep. So Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your major? Uh, social and behavioral sciences. It's under child development. Oh, yay. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to study to be an O&M instructor. Oh, okay. So what made you decide that that's what you want to do? So I've always known that I was going to go blind um, one day, and I started losing more vision around middle school. And... I told my mom, I was like, hey, I want to get adjusted to walking with a cane. So I went to go to Brown Institute and I bought an ID cane and I taught myself how to use my cane naturally. And after a while, I got really jealous of my friends, which is a really stupid reason. I'm pretty sure people are going to get mad at me. But I did O&M because I wanted to go to McDonald's like all my friends got to do. They got to walk to McDonald's. They got McDonald's and they came back and they ate. And I was just like, I want to do that. Um, so I asked for an O&M instructor. And I got one. It wasn't one that I wanted, but still love her to death. <laughs> but we did not go to McDonald's. In fact, we went to intersections every single day, like clockwork, to the same streets to learn them, like, through and through. Then I went to other residential areas, like, switch it up, and I learned all the different things. So it was slow pace, which I didn't really like, but it was very good. And I was just like, I like the, the concept of getting to travel and learning how to travel independently so that I could one day. And then, um, I think it was three years ago for a summer internship. I didn't have a job placement quite yet because I had showed up late. And so I was filling out my paperwork and my two bosses, they were talking and they're just like, we don't know what tasks we're going to give. My girlfriend was the one who had the position at the time. They're like, oh, we don't know what we're going to give her quite yet. And I just popped my head up and I'm like, y'all can, you know, have her set up routes with students. You guys can have her like. Um, plan out a route to fun places as like people can go to as a group you know have her do this or that have her write reports and they just stared at me like how did you know what to say and they were just like okay so like you're done with your paperwork and I was like cool so I went back to my apartment I got a call back like 30 minutes later and they're just like hey so we found a job for you and I was like oh cool we're at and they're like you're actually going to be my intern as an O&M instructor and I was like dope cool <laughs> so that's what i got to do i got to help students make like bus routes i taught them how to use their phones um helped other interns like how to get to their jobs bus by bus and it was it was a lot of fun i liked it and then i got to do reports on some of the students so i got to observe them a lot and i was just like i really like doing this so when i went into college and they're like what do you want to do i was like oh and m <laughs> dude that's amazing Thank you. I love that. I love people who like, just kind of discover their like natural talents and then know what they want to do for college. That what's that like? That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell you because it did take a long time. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of the comedian Gabriel Iglesias. Yeah. So his son Frankie, I guess he didn't know what he wanted to do for college, and Gabriel was just like, you know what, dude? Like we could just have a spinning wheel, and like he did the spinning wheels like sound. He goes today plumber. 
And I was just like, I feel that though. Like I don't have the same opportunities as he does in the sense that I can't go to whatever college and do whatever major because it costs money and we don't have that type of money. But there is a lot of different opportunities that you could do. Like there's so many things that you can pick from and it doesn't help when they give you a catalog of all the majors and you're just like, do I want to do gender studies? Do I want to do child development? Science looks pretty fun. So I, I questioned a lot because I'm really into arts and crafts. I'm really into traveling and then just learning overall, like addiction studies that caught my eye. And I was just like, I would love to learn people's brains and why they are addicted to things. Yes. Uh, people's brains are so fascinating. Exactly. <laughs> God, I loved that. I love taking classes in college. I took so many people classes because I just... People fascinate me. I think they're not, I'm not going to say they're great because they're people, but like they're definitely very interesting. <laughs> I get it. Don't worry. When I joined or when I was in psychology one and we were talking about how you can determine how a person might be as an adult, depending on how difficult they were as a child and like the different stages. And I was like, all right, cool. Let's analyze everybody in my family. All right. Elizabeth, mm, difficult child. Mm, Moises, easy child cool and then you go up from that tier and you're just like eric erickson said by this point they should be this or that yes <laughs> you know i never got to do that 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 would have been so much fun i don't know if fun is the right word it would have been fun for me that to just we never i never got to learn that specific part of it but we talked a lot about personality disorders and i'm not gonna lie i shouldn't do this shouldn't have just but, you know, I would kind of look at people in my family or people they knew and, like, count the traits of each personality disorder. And, like, I never, like, did it publicly. It was just a thing that I did in my head. But, you know. Yeah. Oh, no, I announced it to my family. I came home and I was just like, guess what, mom? She was like, what? And I was like, I'm an easy child. I'm secure. Anthony is a secure child. Slightly difficult. Angel difficult and attached and she goes what does that mean <laughs> and I was just like it means that you raised three different children let's just leave it at that <laughs> yep oh man I'll have to look after what look into that right after this because that is fascinating I'd love that so I noticed that you do a lot of TikToks about people things like you've got cuties going on and you've got other things where you, like, reach out to people and young people and young people things. Like, how do you get into stuff like that? So Cuties, unfortunately, is, was not my idea. But I got the phone call saying, hey, do you want to be a part of this? Like, do you want to be in the meeting to discuss where it's going to go? And I had no idea from that meeting that I was going to be a moderator or anything like that. So I just kind of went in, had some ideas, talked, and they were just like, so are you guys ready to get this started? When do you guys want your first meeting to be? Um, there's going to be a group Facebook. And I was just like, oh, so I'm working now? Okay. Sounds good. Okay. I just thought I was going to be here for this one hour, and then I was going to be a participant. I had no idea I was going to be running the show. <laughs> um. But it, it has been something that intrigues me because I am a part of the LGBTQ plus community. And I was just like, it does make sense. 
for us to have a group where we can just chat because I've never wanted to go to an LGBTQ center um, and be the only odd man out. Like, I don't mind being the odd man out, but sometimes it's nice to have somebody there that can relate to you. And none of my friends really ever wanted to go with me or they were just too busy. So I just never went. But now this opportunity came up and I was just like, I like it. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. So, of course, only the information you're comfortable with giving could not stress that enough. But what is your story? How did you, like, discover that you were part of the LGBT community? Was that... What was that like for you? Because I had told my story about asexuality on my podcast. And I, that's not, I guess that doesn't really count as being in that community. But like, it was still a different, not straight. And so I struggled with it. So I just kind of wonder, like, did you always know? Did you have to learn? Like, what was that like for you growing up? So I've always had people around me who were lesbian mainly. Never really seen anybody who was gay, but I knew lesbian was a thing. Never knew the word for it, but I was just like, yes, women can date other women because my godmother so happens to be lesbian. So it was never anything hidden from me. And I always thought about it as a kid. I was just like, girls are really pretty. And I would think about it all the time. I'm like, wow, my friend Diana looked really cute today. But I sunk it down so much because I was just like, nope, I'm too young to date. Shouldn't be focusing on this. It wasn't me being homophobic. It was just like, no, I'm too young to think about girls or boys like this but I did notice that I would only like to hang out with boys I only had like two friends that were female and that was it I didn't like the whole jump rope thing I was like nope I'm gonna go get down and dirty with the boys playing basketball or kickball or handball I'm not gonna play these girly things and then when I finally got into middle school things started to be more acknowledged like my friend came out to me as bisexual and I was just like what is that? And she was just like, it means I like boys and girls. And I was like, okay, fascinating. You do you, boo. And I was just like, well, now that I think about it, though, I feel like I'm bi too. So then I went to go home and I went to do research and I was like, what does this mean? And I asked like really stupid questions to Google. (laughs) Um, But I found pansexual and I just went down this whole entire rabbit hole on stuff. And I was like, okay, I've come to a conclusion that I am bisexual and I think I want to be trans. And so I came out to one of my closest friends and she was like, okay, so you're trans. What is your guy name? I was like, I didn't think about that. And she was like, well, what name do you like the most? And I was like, Adam or Aiden? She goes, okay, let's test it out. I'll call you Adam until you tell me not to. So I was like, okay, cool. So that was our little thing going on. And I, come to the real- I came to the realization sorry, that as much as I liked when she called me Adam, I really enjoyed when people still used my legal government name, Daisy. I was like, I don't really care about pronouns or needing to be a he or a her as long as I felt comfortable. So I was like, great, what am I now? So I found non-gender binary and I was like, no, that's- that doesn't feel like me. I'm not a they or a them. White like in that little box I was like I still like female and male as my pronouns and then I came down to gender fluid and it said somebody who will go from male female or feel anything else between the spectrum of queer um whenever they want to and I was like that sounds more like me so I started going by that 
and I finally came out to my mom. And it's a it's a really sad story. Um, I came out to my dad as lesbian at that point, and I showed him my girlfriend, and I let them talk over FaceTime for a bit. And he had before he left, he wanted to have a conversation with me. And he goes, "I'm really glad that you came out to me. Like no matter what, I'm always gonna love you. You're my daughter, and that's that's it." And I was like, okay, it sounds like it's going good so far. He goes, but you're really young. How do you know you're gay? And I was just like, well, I just don't like men that much in that way. And he goes, well, how do you know? And I was just like, because when I think of their body parts, it's not doing it for me. And then it started to become uncomfortable because now it's my dad and then guys. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So I was trying to like go away from it. And he goes, well can you give me four years of your life more and then come and tell me that you're gay or tell me whatever you want. And I was 16 at the time. And I was trying to be really, really strong. Like I knew he supported me and that he wasn't being homophobic necessarily, but at the same time, it still felt like a little sad. (laughs) So I was trying Mm -hmm. really not to cry. And I had said goodbye to him. We finished our conversation and I walked back into my apartment complex into my house. And I was like, Nope, don't cry. Don't do anything. Just get in the house, answer your mom's question of interrogation, go to your room, and just chill. And right as I walked in the house, my mom goes, so what happened? I just instantly, like, started bawling. I was Mm -hmm. like, ah, I didn't hold it in that much. And she goes, what's wrong? And I told her the whole entire situation, and she was pissed. And I was like, mom, he's not being homophobic. I don't really know why I'm crying. And she goes, well, you're, you're okay. Like, you're just you're a girl, you're a girl who likes girls. And I was just like, do I open up the can? Is this the moment? Do I open up? (laughs) And I was just like, no, mom. I don't feel like a girl. And it felt like a movie. And then she went quiet. (laughs) And she stopped cooking. And she looked at me. And she was like, what? (laughs) And I was just like, I don't feel like a girl, mom. And she goes, okay, so what does that mean? Like, you want to be a boy? What are the next steps? And then there I am. I stood quiet. And I was like, I don't know what the next steps are. I don't know what you're talking about. I just figured this out. And she was like, well, you tell me what you want to do next and we'll do it. And I'm like, okay. And so I was just like, well, can I at least come out on Facebook? Like, can that be my first step before we think about hormones? And she was like, sure, that's up to you. And so I did it. My brother came home pissed because he goes, Why'd you post it on Facebook before you tell me? And I was just like, sorry, you weren't home. (laughs) Oh, man. But that's pretty much how it happened. Okay. Wow, that that sounds like something my sister would say. Every time I get a tattoo or something, I'd post a picture. She'll call me and she'll be like, you the internet knew before I knew. Again, you always tell everybody before you tell me. And I'm always like, I'm sorry. Like, you you weren't here. (laughs) What are you from me? yeah everybody everybody was petty like my mom she's like why didn't you tell me first she goes I wasn't gonna yell at you like I'm not homophobic and this and this and that and then Angel came in and he's just like why didn't you tell me well first he yelled at them he goes why did you let her post it on Facebook before telling me what the heck and then my brother Anthony he was the first to know because he was the one who drove me to my girl's house and he was just like what does it matter? Like, she just wants to know that you guys accept her. And he was, like, backing me up. And it was just so sweet. But little do they know, like, he knew the whole time. (laughs) Between 
the time that you first came out to them and now have things changed have they progressed like are like what is what's the dynamic like now so everybody right off the bat was really accepting except for one individual um which was my grandmother on my dad's side and i love her to pieces and i totally understand um where she's coming from i know not a lot of people will agree with it and they'll be like oh no like everybody needs to be accepting but how i see it is like she came from a different era an era that it wasn't fully known and if it was known it was always said as like it was a bad thing so that being in her head already it's not just going to change overnight she needs to learn more about it she needs to be accustomed to it before she can do anything because she still loves me and she will always say that she loves me but there's just that one little thing that she just doesn't like and we just you know now we don't talk about it but she did um stop talking to me for a lot like a, I think a year or more which was really sad to me because I'm really close with my grandmother but I came back from San Francisco one day and I was just like let me go and try to see her because my grandfather was really sick he had cancer and so I was like I want to go see him if she doesn't want to talk to me that's okay um as long as I can see her and I can see him that's perfectly fine and I came over and my grandfather was asleep so she started talking to me she goes, so how's everything going? Like, I've noticed you're not living here anymore. So I explained the whole entire situation to her. And we had a nice, like, two-hour talk. And then I told her that I was in therapy. And she was like, oh, like, what for? And I was just like, well, you know, things to do with my vision. Like, it's become hard for me to, like, cope with everything. And she goes, I totally understand. Like, I don't have a therapist, but it's nice to have somebody to talk to. And I was like, Exactly. And then she started to cry, which made me cry. And she goes, I miss you. And I was like, I miss you too. And that from that day on, like, we started talking again. And we just don't bring up the fact that, like, I'm gay. She knows that I am and that I have. Hey, intermission. That was act one. What did we think about that? Uh, just kidding, obviously. Um, this was the part where her phone died and normally I would edit this in such a way that you would have no idea, but I figured I'd go ahead and leave it in here. Why? Because everything else is goddamn happening. So, um, I am quite literally so, so, so glad that Daisy's audio was not near as messed up as mine, uh, cause I can handle my audio being messed up. The things that I say in this episode really aren't important, if I'm being honest. This, this is Daisy's episode. So, so glad, so glad, because I did not want to lose anything that she said, and I'm hoping that it continues to be like that. It'd be really nice, uh, I could really use a win right now, so, um, Let's hope that uh, it doesn't get much worse from here. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that intermission of unsubscribe. We are back. <laughs> I feel so bad. No. <laughs> I'm just like not going to show um, my face on TikTok for a while. <laughs> speaking of TikTok, I totally forgot to ask more about that. How did you, because I first heard of you on IBD. It was that episode. Um, and I was like, oh, and then I went and I followed you on TikTok because I I don't know, I I don't I don't use TikTok a lot. 
I'm really not big on TikTok, so I don't really know who a lot of people are. But I am big in the podcasting world, so a lot of people I kind of know through the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. So I know that when I started posting, which I don't do a whole lot, I think Brittany was the first blind talker I saw, and then Jay, and then unapologetically, and then just, you know, they kind of all just kind of came in, I guess. So, like, how was your... How do I how do I word this? Words are very complicated. Who were the first blind talkers that you like interacted with or that you saw? Like how did how did that whole thing start for you? I think I want to say Caitlin Wackerman was the first blind person I saw. And so then Blind Amy came up next. And I was really intrigued with her videos. And then after that, I think just like my whole entire for you page just got flooded with videos from Jay and then Brittany. Um, and I think it stopped there after shy because I wasn't liking a lot of things. Like I kind of just scroll. <laughs> if I remember to like, mm-hmm. I'll like, if not, I'm just sitting there with no glasses on and I'm just swiping through and I'm like, I hope it liked it. Cause I'll like tap on the screen. And sometimes I just, I guess it won't like the video and I'm like, dang it. I don't know where that video went. <laughs> I like uh-huh. that, like, I scroll through your TikTok and I'll see blind content. And then I'll also see stuff about cuties. And then I'll also see stuff about just, like, intersectionality and things like that. And I really like when, like, it's not just, like, a one-topic thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not huge on TikTok accounts that only talk about one thing. Because I just, I feel like we are all multifaceted people and we all have a bunch of things going on. So to focus on one thing isn't, but also that's just like my opinion. You know, if your account is about one thing, then your account is about one thing. That's freaking fine. But I don't know. I liked that you had multiple angles, if that makes sense. It does. Um, I think you came right at the time that I started talking about like my story a little bit because in the beginning, I really didn't care to talk about it. Because like you said, I'm not the type of person to talk about like one specific thing. And I really didn't want my like TikTok to be about my blindness just as a whole. Like I wanted to make it known just in case like I ever messed up. Um, but not necessarily something that I cared to talk about. But then I saw like people asking questions. And I love the blind community, but sometimes their reaction to certain questions is not something that I would do because I will truthfully answer any questions because I'm a curious person as well. So I sit here and I'll think about a question that I'm like dying to ask somebody who's totally blind because I don't know that experience quite yet. And I know that I'm going to get there. So I'm like, I'm really curious what the answer might be. But I don't want to ask it because I don't need any conflict being like, wow, Daisy is such an ass. Even though I'm not, I'm just genuinely curious so I try not to turn away any questions so that's kind of why I wanted to start talking about my vision and if it helped somebody out like figure something new then I was happy about it that I think that's awesome but yeah no I love your videos because you're very bold on what you say and you're not apologetic (laughs) about it you're just like look guys uh, this is my opinion you could either take it or not that's fine You know, and it's funny because that was never my intention. Well, it was never my intention to start posting on TikTok in the first place. I kind of forget how that even happened. But whenever people talk to me about my TikTok, they often say that same thing. And I I think back and I'm like, 
I don't remember half of the things I post on there, but I, I guess I have always kind of been that person who just says my piece because I feel like it would be, I don't know, but I like that, like you and Ezric, right? Your dynamic. I love that. I love the little stitches stuff that you guys do back and forth because Ezric and I are bros. So like, even though I never really met you before, I was like, I feel like we could all get along. Oh yeah, for sure. Just have a little group chat on Instagram. It, it'd be nice. Because I mean, I never had talked to Ezric. I've seen his videos. I've liked his videos. But I've never actually like spoken to him until I finally caught him on his live. And I was like, it's time. It is time for us to talk. And so I stayed there. And right after, he messaged me. And we just talked for like the whole entire night. I don't think I slept until like six in the morning my time and I just kept dying of laughter the whole entire time that I was texting him like the conversation just went on and on and on it never died I love people like that I because I hate small talk anytime I get have all night conversations with people I live off of that shit I really do same same I'll be like dead tired I'm like oh man I really should go to sleep but I'm like the conversation is just too interesting so I'll stay up for like hours and hours on end <laughs> love that especially when, when we're video chatting and they're like are you tired you look tired i should you go and i'm like don't tell me what i need i don't need sleep like we're having a conversation exactly i'm like no i'm not tired like daisy you sound tired you sound like you're about to fall asleep yeah exactly listen to your words about to fall asleep <laughs> right I'm not I'm there not yet <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly i love that stuff like if i don't if you hear snoring or heavy breathing, then you could probably hang up, but then I'll probably call you back because I'm not in a deep sleep yet. And I'll be like, why did you go? <laughs> right. If I hear the little goodbye chime or something, I'll wake up and be like, how rude are you? <laughs> For real. <laughs> like you oh couldn't just God. have a conversation with yourself while I slept. Dang. Right. Like, you kind of friend are you? <laughs> exactly. Like, this was a slumber party and you just went home and didn't even tell me. What's up with that? Yes. <laughs> I'm definitely going to have to send this to my friends and be like, listen closely to the words that are being said. Like, I hope you learn something from this podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Live it, learn it, love it. Right. Oh my god, I love that. Even like when, you know, because I was on TikTok for maybe a month or two, and I saw Shy did a TikTok about the Discord that she made. Mm -hmm. And at first I was like, you know, I'm not good with people. I'm very bad at socialing, so I'm going to not do that. And then I was like, well, you know, we get along on TikTok. We'll stitch each other's videos and interact and message sometimes, so maybe I should go there and check it out and just kind of see what it's all about. And the first night that I got onto the voice chat, I literally, I think it was 9 to 12 hours that I was on this chat. And I know it was at least that long because one of the girls on there was like, okay, guys, I'm going to go to bed. And we were like, good night. And then she woke up, you know, hours later. And she was like, oh, my God, I slept in so much. And I was like, did you really? Like, we haven't left. Good morning, by the way. <laughs> Jeez. See, that's a good conversation right there because... None of you guys looked at the time and been like, oh, so it's uh, 8 o'clock, guys. No, no. 
quickly. I just noticed the sun was up, then it was down, and now it's up again. And I love stuff like that because I never feel like alone anymore because like I just I don't know. I know the second I'm like it could be five minutes after talking to somebody and I'm like, wow. It's just me here. <laughs> what am I gonna do now? So I could either watch TV, I could eat talkies, or I could just lay here in my fields. I don't know what I'm gonna do. The future is inevitable. Okay. Question for you. What is the hardest lesson you've ever had to learn? It's better to be respected than to be feared. That is okay. that is the lesson I learned. So if you don't mind me asking, and of course, only the details you're comfortable with, how did you learn that lesson? So I've never been a fan of like going to a grocery store and hearing a kid cry and hearing the parent like hit them. I'm not about hitting kids or just anybody in general. I'm very much about communication is key. And that I just naturally learned by myself because I really don't like people screaming at me and I don't like people touching me. So I'm just like, if I don't like it, I'm pretty sure other people don't like it. Um, but I have seen where specific family members, I won't say who, but they've hit somebody that I really, really didn't want them to. And it was a really dumb reason. And I got extremely upset. And I locked myself in the bathroom and I was pissed. And I was just like, you don't hit them. And you're lucky that I can't hit you because you're an adult and I'm a kid. So I respect you in that way, but I don't fear you. And I think that was my way of like trying to stand up for them, even though it did nothing all because I hid in the bathroom, but it opened up a conversation for my mom to talk to who like the individual who hit the person um, to let them know, like, hey, that, that wasn't cool. Like, you should really listen before you actually do anything with your actions, whether that's hitting, yelling. Like, you should hear the full story from another individual who've seen, who saw rather than assume that this one person is correct. Because at the end of the day, he can be scared of you and he'll love you to pieces. But when he gets older, he's going to remember that you used to hit him. And then respect is going to be lost because he's not going to want to be around you for the fact that he fears you. And that's going to seem disrespectful. Yep. Yeah. I really like that. I think I was, uh, I can't remember if I had said on a podcast or if I was talking to somebody, but my mother, she was very much, she was communicative. Communicative? I'm going to say that's a word. I think that's a word. You know, she was, she was very much that way with me. Like, if I messed up. She would pull me aside and she would say, you made this decision. Now here is your consequence. Do you understand that if you had done what I asked you to do, you wouldn't be going through this right now? Or in like natural consequences, you touch the stove and then you hurt your hand. Do you see how you could like, and I, I like, that's how I learned. And I really appreciated that because my stepfather at the time was very authoritarian. He was just like, because I said so. And now I don't have any respect for him. Because I didn't really learn anything from him. Because what I say is not an effective way to teach somebody critical thinking. Because I don't think he really thought about the fact that I would be an adult someday. And I would need to learn how to think for myself and not listen to somebody else. 
you know, because he's very focused on the fact that I was child and he got to tell me what to do. And so I'm very glad that I was raised, you know, I'm glad my mother was there because I can only imagine like if it were just him, I would have really fucked up. But like, I think that's something that people, because I see on TikTok actually, weird, I don't mean to keep bringing it up, but I see this debate on like spanking your kids versus not spanking them and like the balance and a lot of people have really strong opinions on it. So I do think that that's just, that's just such a great statement that I think that not fix that whole debate, but kind of like even it out is that it's so much more important to be respected than feared. I don't know, but some parents shouldn't have been parents anyway. I'm not going to get into that. Facts. (laughs) You already know, man. (laughs) I very much do. God. I just want to adopt every child that's been wrong, which is so bad because I really can't afford it. <laughs> I swear. Oh, my God. I'm going to turn to the Fosters. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, dude. I loved that show. Honestly. Honestly. I feel like we've lost like so many like <laughs> so many listeners are just like, I have no idea what they're talking about. Oh, that's so funny to me. I love that. All right, guys. Um. <laughs> Maybe they'll understand more if we start talking about anime. Everybody likes anime, except for me. <laughs> I was going to say, I was like, I was into anime for like a hot minute back in the day, but I was like, oh, please don't. I don't know anything of it now. <laughs> I'm the exact same way. Um, what? I used to watch like Dragon Ball Z, Naruto. It's basically it. Oh, I guess like Yu-Gi-Oh, if that counts. <laughs> allowed to watch Yu-Gi-Oh because my religious parents thought it was demonic so you know oh dang (laughs) yeah yeah I had that kind of background (laughs) wait so what are you if you don't mind me asking (laughs) so I I was raised Christian but I am now like I guess atheist agnostic got some pagan tendencies someone's gonna get mad at me for saying the phrase pagan tendencies but like I don't I don't know if I really have like a box that I would say I'm in I just know that I'm definitely not uh, Christian. I'm not necessarily a follower of Christ. Anyone who is is fine. I'm not before, but it gets like, I'm, you know, freedom of religion. It's all great. I just personally, it was not for me. Although VeggieTales uh, was for me and is for me. Still top tier. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Elaborate. <laughs> So, VeggieTales was a show that little Christian boys and girls watch at Sunday school. And it was about these vegetables that just hopped around and interacted with each other. And some of the stories would be based on, like, biblical stories, I'm assuming. And they would have, like, little silly songs and just iconic quotes. And anyone who was raised in church either loved or hated VeggieTales. And if they hated VeggieTales, they're wrong. But, you know. Yeah, I didn't have that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I only went to... My family is half Christian, half Catholic. And mm. I identify, I guess, as Catholic because that's what everybody's told me. But as for, like, me, myself, and I, I don't... Not, not that I don't care for religion. Um, I do believe that there's probably, like, some higher power out there, whether it's God or Jesus. I don't know if there's both or if there's just one. Um, but I'm fascinated into like learning about it. So I'm more into 
asking questions than I am of believing in a book. Um, <laughs> but uh, I did go to church, like, I think two or three times with my grandmother. So I went inside, like, the actual church. And I think I waited, like, 15 minutes into the service. And I straight up passed out. And then I woke up and I felt so bad. I was like, oh my gosh, I fell asleep in church. I'm going to go to hell. I fell asleep in church so many times. That's not brag, by the way. That's just a simple fact. I could not seem to stay awake. <laughs> and I think it's Same, a lot of the time. Exactly. Right. Like, they put little Kai, little baby Kai, in, like, the adult service room. And I was like, you really expect me to stay awake while this man is talking about adultery. I don't know what adultery is. I'm seven. I'm tired. You woke me up. Like, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I didn't even know what they were talking about. Because, again, it was all in Spanish. So I, under- oh God, yeah. I only understood, like, every other couple words. And then his voice just was so calming. I was just like, I'm out. Sorry. Can't hold it anymore. <laughs> right. I was just going to say, like, and then my first time going to a Catholic church, they, before you walk in, they, I guess, put holy water on you. Did not know oh. that. Was not warned about it. <laughs> and so I walked in, and they just, like, went, and they splashed me in the face. And I was just like, what was that for? And they're just like, oh, like, it's free to enter, like, with holy water. And I was just like, I don't like that. You're not a fan of that. <laughs> exactly. Oh, God, that sounds horrible. Honestly, just as me, a random ass liquid being splashed on my face does not sound good in any situation. I would have been so unhappy. <laughs> I for reals and I I was because I'm very touch sensitive so I don't like anything touching me whether that's water or anything like once I wash my hands I have to instantly dry off if not I will go nuts and so having that just splash in my face no towel no nothing Mm. I was so uncomfortable oh that literally makes me physically uncomfortable because I like I don't wear makeup because I hate feeling of stuff on my face Every kid was like, oh, face painting. Let's get our faces painted. I was like, no, I hate the way it feels. I will not do it. So that, oh, that makes me unhappy. (laughs) (laughs) At least you get it, though. You get my pain. Oh, I absolutely get it. (laughs) (laughs) So I did notice, scrolling through your TikToks, that you, like, change your hair a lot. And as someone who also loves to change her hair a lot, I had a lot of questions about that. What was your favorite, like, color and style that you've done so far? Oh, boy. Um, I think my favorite was definitely, like, the pink and purple. Because the purple was just a nice, like, bright, but, like, dark at the same time. It just looked really pretty. And then the pink contrasting on it just tied it all together, and I loved it. And I finally got to do two colors, so that made me even more happy. Other than that, it would have to be when I dyed my hair a bl- a dark blue. It was meant to be light, but it didn't happen that way. <laughs> be like that? Uh, yeah, I was I was sad, but it was fine. I wanted to do an ombre at one point too with blue, even though I had short hair. They're just like it's not gonna work, and I was like, it is gonna work. We just you just gotta like put it on, and like I can't do it myself. So I, I trusted my mom to put it on. And she was doing fine at first. 
until she combed my hair while the paint was on it. Oh. And I was just like, the paint is mixing, mother. And I was like, stop. She goes, no, it's not. And I was like, it, it is, though. And I went to go and wash off the paint. I came out looking like Blue's Clues with polka dots on my hair. <laughs> I was like, why did you do this to me? <laughs> I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> I was like, you know, I have to go to school looking like this, right? I don't know if I want to have the nickname Blue's Clues for the sophomore year of high school. Oh yeah, because that'll stick. You'll be going to your high school reunion. They'll be like, look, it's Blue's Clues. How you been? <laughs> <laughs> for real stuff. Oh, man. That, that would really suck. <laughs> Luckily, <laughs> that didn't happen. But yeah, I eventually I ended up liking it. But I was just like, never again, Mom. You're not doing my hair like this again. My but God. I loved the rainbow one. When I finally got to go to a salon, I was like, I'm going to be bougie. I'm going to go to a salon. I'm going to get my hair done. Never done that before. <laughs> and so I sat there and I was just like, can y'all do rainbow? And they're like, yeah, for sure. I was like, cool. It's going down. <laughs> Is there like um, a cut color style? all three, I don't know, anything like that that you have not done yet that you, like, have on your list, like, this is going to be my next style? I've always wanted all white hair. Like, I'm kind of like my mom in that sense, because she wants all white hair, uh, but she wants it natural. And I'm like, no, I don't. Like, when I get to that age, I'm probably going to dye it black every single time. But I want to do it now as a kid. So I really wanted to do it, but I know that that would definitely kill my hair. And I'm just, I don't know if I want to sit through that because I'm also kind of allergic to bleach. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'll that'll definitely make it really complicated to do that style. (laughs) Yeah, I actually made my head bleed one time. Oh, my God. (laughs) I forgot what color I was doing. Shoot. But my mom was bleaching my hair. Because I use splat. I like splat since it's like, I guess, a natural (laughs) bleach and all of that. And it's really cheap. Go to Target. Eight bucks. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And so she started doing it. And instantly it started to burn. Which I was like, of course it's going to happen. It's bleach. It's going to hurt. But it started to get increasingly painful. And I was like, it's fine. I'm just going to deal with it. Cool. And she was done. And she like ran the brush through my hair to like make sure that the bleach got everywhere. And when she did that, it helped a lot for some reason. I don't know if it was like her getting rid of some of the bleach from my roots. But it really helped. And then when she stopped, instantly started burning again. And I started to panic. I was crying. I was starting to pace. I was like, is it time yet? Is it time yet? Is it time? And it was like 10 minutes before I had to wash it out. And I was just like, oh my gosh, why is this taking so long? I was like, it hurts. It freaking hurts. And so I tried doing everything to like make it stop. I started to like scratch myself, pinch myself, like try to distract my brain from the fact that this hurts. And my mom was like, just wash it off. Like, 10 minutes, it's fine. I was like, no, 
no, I'm be a real one. I'm going to face pain. it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I ain't risking it. I ain't risking any patches. Um, I caved five minutes later. Because <laughs> I was like, I can't do it anymore. Which I guess in hindsight was a good thing. Because the second that I was starting to brush it out, I felt a bump. And then mm. a second later, it was gone. And I felt something pop. And I was just like, what was that? And I, I kept trying to find what had popped. And I was like, I can't find it. I don't know where this is. Like, I'm so lost. So I just kept washing everything off. And I finally was done. And I dried my hair off. And I was like, mom, I need you to check my head. <laughs> something happened. And so she goes, what happened? And I was like, I felt something pop. Something popped on my head. Don't know what it is. I need to know if I'm bleeding. I need to know if there's a hole that I missed. And so she was looking through my head. She goes, yeah, you're bleeding. I was like, crap. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Never have I had an experience like that. Wow. <laughs> yep, it was pretty bad. I had to wait, like, a week until I could put the hair dye on because I just had this huge scab on my head of where I was bleeding oh from. And then God. I had dry blood on my hair, too. <laughs> <laughs> like before I did rainbow I had said I was done dyeing my hair that I didn't want to go through it anymore and then I sat through my I sat here and I looked at my phone and I was just like I've always wanted to do rainbow I need to do it before I say I'm gonna stop so I did it <laughs> and then I was on Caitlin's live stream and she was just like I saw the rainbow hair, Daisy, and I was just like, oh, dang, like, you missed a lot because I just cut it. <laughs> and I was like, but I oh, want to do it again, um, but maybe, like, a different style. And then she gave me an idea, and I wish I would remember it, but I'm going to have to ask her again. But I fell in love with her idea, and I was like, damn it, I got to do it again. I'll tell you what, I'm trying so hard not to dye my hair. I did the big chop, which I never thought I would do because the idea of, like, cutting my hair really scared me. Um, and so I finally, like, I had, I cut it, right? And I, the thing is, I damaged my hair so much that I didn't even realize it was curly, which <laughs> is already kind of a mess. Like, I, I straightened it a whole bunch in middle school, then I stopped straightening it in high school because I wanted it to be curly, so I would curl it, and then I would bleach it, and I would dye it, so my hair was always either weight or, like, straight, like a limp noodle, and it was very dead. And it was like that for years and years and years. So my friend said, well, just cut it if you want the natural curls. Because my mother has short curly hair. It's like a little afro. It's so beautiful. I was like, God, I just wish I had like just curls, you know? And my friend was like, well, cut your hair and you'll have curls. And I was like, no, I won't. I have straight hair. It's like the Hispanic side or whatever. I don't know. But my hair just doesn't curl like that. And then I ended up cutting my hair one day and I, you know, washed it and I just let it alone. And I looked in the mirror the next morning and I was like, oh my God, what is this? And I showed my mom and she was like, well, no, because she said, hey, I'm going to have to cut your hair into like a style to like send me pictures of what haircuts you want. So I sent her all these pictures of short, curly haired women. And she was like, oh, okay, so you want to like kind of be a smart ass. And she was like, you have to look up wavy hair. And I said, no, I don't. I'm curly. And I sent her a picture of my hair. And she was like, oh, my God. So that was kind of amazing because I had always wanted curls. Now I finally have them. But with that being said, 
this is the first time in over 10 years that I've had natural hair. So I, I will not dye it. I will leave it alone. And when I tell you that I'm fighting the urge every day not to go and color it. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> Apparently Sally's came out with this thing. I don't know what it's called. I found a video on TikTok because it popped on my For You page. I don't even know if it's real. I still have to go to Sally's and find it. But supposedly they came out with this paint that could be placed on dark hair without damaging it. And the color will stay. I don't know for how long. Really? But I'm going to test it out because I don't care how much money I'm going to have to spend on it. It's uh-huh. going to be a lifesaver. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, yeah. No doubt. No freaking doubt. Because I have such care that when I do to my hair, I spend a lot of money every time I have a dyeing session. So, like, let's yes. go. Yes. I need updates on this. <laughs> but it's funny that you mentioned that, like, you cutting your hair, you wanted the curls. When I cut my hair, I wanted it straight. <laughs> really? <laughs> Yeah, because I've gone through different stages with my hair, color, and, like, the way it is. So when I was younger, apparently I had super dark hair, like, black hair. Then I went to, like, a light brown, and this is before I started dyeing my hair. I went to a light brown, and then I went to a dark brown again. And when I was younger, I can't remember if I had straight hair for a couple years, and then I went to curly. (laughs) But I, I had really curly, wavy hair. And it stuck like that for a really long time. So I used to straighten my hair a lot. <laughs> I was like, nope, I like the straight hair. I want straight hair. It never happened. Um, finally, when I started cutting my hair, my hair slowly got straighter and straighter and straighter. It's still pretty wavy, but for the most part, it's straight enough to where I feel comfortable with just getting my tips and doing the straightener through those really fast. And then I'm done. I mean, that makes sense. I, I remember when I wanted straight hair back in the day. And I remember when I wanted wavy hair. I mean, not wavy hair, curly hair. And my hair was always somewhere in the middle. It was never quite where I wanted it. But we we do always want what we can't have. Exactly. <laughs> that also brings me to fashion, right? I saw your TikTok where you were like, we're going through kind of a timeline of like your style and how it's evolved and how you switch it up and like different outfits and I loved that because I was talking to my friend the other day about how I go through I call them like eras where I would have like a polka dot dress and like forehead bangs like Zoe Deschanel vibes or I would have like my leather jacket leather pants you know big hair or something or I would have my cargo pants and my ball cap, you know, switching it up. And so I saw yours. I was like, I want to talk to Daisy about switching it up and fashion because. Which is so funny because nobody ever goes to me for fashion. Why? Because I have no sense of fashion. <laughs> I got better because my girlfriend used to be so pissed off with my outfit. She'd be like that color with that color. And I'm like, what's wrong with it? It's. At least it's not, like, orange and brown or orange and pink. Like, what's wrong (laughs) with me wearing red with gray pants and then green shoes? Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I was going for a Christmas theme. You don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So I tried getting better at it. (laughs) Oh, my God. I feel like that is a podcast in its own because I'm quite literally the same way. I had a friend who we were going out one day and she was like, you are not wearing that romper with those shoes. 
And I was like, what's wrong with it? I don't, like, it was a polka dot romper. And I just had like tennis shoes on. And I was like, like, is that not? And she was like, what makes you think that you could wear a romper with tennis shoes? And I was like genuinely racking my brain trying to figure out like why that was wrong. Because I don't know shit about fashion. So I was like, you're going to have to pick out an outfit for me and like teach me how to dress. Because I will quite literally just put something on and think it's fine. Yeah, that doesn't sound wrong to me. Honestly, like, if I was into wearing rompers, which I am not, but if I was, I'd probably put on some, like, Converse, because I love high tops, so I'll put on, like, my high top Converse, or, like, some high top Adidas, whatever, like, I'll match it with some high tops, and I'll be like, I look cute as hell. Right, I'll put it with some, some combat boots, or some platform boots, or some, like, something, like, I don't know. I just, if it's the same color, I don't really exactly. think about it. And she's like, no, you wear rompers with sandals. And I was like, do y'all just, like, come out the womb knowing this shit? Because I don't understand how you know, like, the rules. Where's the rule book? I need to see it. I need to see it with my eyes. It, like, secretly took a class without us. We were just sleeping through it, you know? <laughs> Maybe, oh my god, that's what they were talking about in church. <laughs> didn't think about that (laughs) that's what we missed oh my god we're far from needing help though (laughs) (laughs) no yeah um there's one fashion choice that i'm glad i didn't find the picture for because at the time i was like yeah i look cute i did not (laughs) i had worn this white and gray dress that had like flowers on it which i don't really like patterns on my clothes (laughs) but it looked cute so i was like all right fine whatever and i didn't want to wear sandals or heels um unless they were like high heel boots but i couldn't find the pair that my mom had so i was like dang it and she was like well if you want to wear boots like here just wear these ones and i was just yes so i put on my black fluffy like in the inside boots and I was like all right I'm ready to go to the dance and I think I had like an orange headband which was a really bad idea because I even told my boyfriend I was like you have to get an orange bow tie because I'm gonna wear an orange headband and we gotta match because it's gonna look cute (laughs) I don't know why I thought of orange though I could have said all the colors in the freaking rainbow but I picked orange (laughs) (laughs) but I walked into the dance and I took pictures in the photo booth and I was like really feeling myself. And now as an adult, I look back and I'm like, why? Why did I pick those boots with that dress? (laughs) When I went to prom as a junior, I had like, you know, those bump it's this is so stupid and embarrassing. It was like recently. Well, like five years ago, six years ago. Wow. What? Five years ago. Anyway. So those little bumpets, right? I had one of those and I had the biggest size in my hair and it literally just looked like I had like a mohawk, but like sideways, but I was feeling myself at the time. I was like, my hair is voluminous. Like, look at me go. And I look at pictures today and it it looks like, I, and I'm like, Kai, why have you done this? Like, there's no reason for this. Okay. So... I have no idea how long we've been recording because I forgot to keep time because of course I did. Um, so 
I am probably going to go ahead and wrap it up here, but I had, I'm so glad that you came on. I really appreciate you being here and I'd love to record with you again if you're ever down. Um, so traditionally here on unsubscribe, we do like to end each episode with a joke. And because you are the guest of honor, would you like to provide us with a joke to close out? Sure. All right. What did the dish say to the refrigerator? I don't know. What? Stay cool. Dinner's on me tonight. Oh! I genuinely love that one. <laughs> I think you told the best honest and uh, if you're listening to this and you've ever been on the show, Daisy wins. Sorry about it. <laughs> You're gonna come after me now. <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna be an all-out brawl now. <laughs> I just get texts later on on TikTok like, so we're gonna fight? And I'm like, alright, when? What time? <laughs> right, where are we meeting? Let's go put jukes up. <laughs>